2024 is the year of podcasts, and we want to let you know about a brand new show that is live right now. Join with me to share the good news about the Worthy of Everything podcast. It's just one of the two hosts, Jaja Lasso. Jaja, you've been working on this podcast in the background. Our team has been very excited as we've been preparing for its launch. How does it feel to know that the episodes finally are out there and we're moving forward every single week? It is so exciting and I am just excited to see where God takes it and I have so much hope that it is going to be an incredible blessing to the listeners. Amen, amen. But as I understand it, this is a show tackling the issues of mental health through the lens of the gospel. Can you share just a little bit more about the heart and the intent and who you're really trying to serve through the Worthy of Everything podcast? So I personally was freed from depression and as I've come to understand my freedom from sin and identity in Christ, I start to recognize all these amazing gifts that God has given us. So yeah, just exploring and hearing awesome testimonies about how to walk out true intimacy with a loving father who pursues his kids. Oh man, sounds like a good time. If you want to check out the show, lovereality.org slash podcasts and look for the Worthy of Everything show. The world doesn't think that the gospel can change your life, but we know that it can. And that's why we want you to hear these stories, stories of transformation, stories of freedom, people getting free from sin and healed from sin because of Jesus. This is Death to Life. And then I just started seeing the, my whole life. Wow, it just, my life has been about secrets. Then I started believing that myself. I'm like, wow, I'm holy, which I just started just seeing things differently. Like, it just seemed like God just took a veil out of my eyes. Yo, this episode is with my guy Leif. Uh, I've seen Leif. I saw him on our Zoom meetings that we were holding during the pandemic. I've, I've met him in person, but this is the first time I actually got to talk with him and hear his story, and it is wild. Um, those who are forgiven much love much, and you could just hear it in Leif's voice. There's some there's some crazy things in this episode, uh, but man, I just love hearing his life, his testimony, and how Jesus has changed his life. Um, so strap in and buckle up. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Man, this is real talk. God is loving on me. Colorful and innocent, that's on me. Got me standing in the light, and it's on me. It's a new heart, it's a new beat. It's a new thing, it's a new seat. It's a new thing, it's a new dream. It's a new heart, it's a new beat. Hey, got me singing like. Oh, got me singing like. Got me singing like. So, where where do you think your story starts? Like, where does old life start? We'll start wherever you want to start, like, with the old life mindset. And I just want to hear what old life was all about, man. Yeah. Who was so, this guy? I mean, it's, um, I'll start in, I'm going to start from 2019. So, this is like, just two, you know, three years ago, we're into what, 2022? So... Yeah, uh, at three the, years ago. To, at the end of 2019, uh, and then I'm going to back up because that's, that's I think 2019 for me was, I realized so many things about me 
which I was not aware of, of you know, or um, so 2019, my marriage was falling completely apart. We already been talking about divorce uh, and we've been in marriage already six years um, in my this is my second marriage uh, currently uh-huh. with, with Kenya. So 2019, three years ago or so, we're again, we're just, you know what? Last resort, let's go to counseling. You know, we're just mm-hmm. completely falling apart. We have two kids, you know, um, a, uh, but, you know, we just, there's, there's no communication anymore. Cause the, the moment you try to, my wife tells me, try to tell me something, I bring him something else. And it's like, it was bad already. So we just like two roommates just living together and just talking about kids and that's it for a while already. So we're there in counseling and, and we actually, um, would tell us cause it's just, it was, if we're going to do this last resort, let's, let's go ahead all in. And so we actually paid almost $6,000 for this counseling, um, and in San Diego, California, Southern California. And so we're there and it's an intensive, so it's like a four day kind of thing. Um, uh, eight hours a day for four days. That's, that's the package that we got. Um, and so we're, we're there and, and it's interesting because I'm going with the mentality. Hey, I hope that the counselors they change my wife, <laughs> and then my wife, <laughs> and then my wife is going. Man, I hope that you know this counselor they they change my husband, right? And so, but we're we're not talking to each other. We just that's what's just in our minds. So we're there, and um, and the first day, you know, kind of thing, you know, you just listening and trying. Hold on. What what did you want? What did she need to change, bro? Like in your mind, she's like, she's got to be. What what was? In yeah, your mind I know. About that? So she, and that's why I want. I'm gonna go back to it, but but she was just a person that it was, you know, um, so much insecurities and just jealousy. Like the moment I would turn around, the thing is, I cheated. On, I cheated on her before marriage. Before we actually okay. got married, I cheated on her twice with the same girl, um, and so. When then she, you know, things happen a year, I almost two years, you know, went by. She didn't talk to me for eight months. And and then after that, she actually she started changing me and then we started talking again. Um, and so then she thought that she has forgiven me. Right. And that's why she actually that's why we got married. Because, like, hey, but once we're in marriage now, she's like, oh, I don't know. If, I don't think I. I forgive this guy. Like it just all, every time he turns around or like, I just think he's going to do it again. Right. Uh, so yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. six years, that was one of the things. And it was, it was toxic at points. Like every time I would just turn around, just randomly, you know, it was like, why you're turning around? Why are you seeing that girl? And why, and all those things. Right. And so I'm like, man, she, she needs help, you know, in my, in my yeah. point, like she, she needs help, you know? Um, so that's, that's the main thing that I just like, man, she, she, she's the one that needs the help, you know? Um, so we're there second day and that's why, and then I'm going to go back. So second day in counseling, I, the counselor makes me realize with the questions that they're asking, like, I, I started like, man, I, my life has been about secrets. And then so I started realizing, man, this, this goes back, this goes back, you know, uh, uh, way back when, when I was eight years old that I actually was exposed to pornography. I mean, I exposed myself to pornography. Um, and and since then, just I've been living a life. And then I just started seeing the, my whole life, you know, 20, uh, 36 of age. I'm like, wow, it's just 
I'd open my eyes like, man, yeah, my, my life has been about secrets and hiding things and just kind of like just going life like that and living a life that is just putting a mask. Talk about mask, right? And especially nowadays, like I was just living with with a mask on all throughout for 36 years, 36 years. Um, so actually my story, then then that's when I realized, you know, then I'm going to go back now. So when I was eight years old that I was exposed to pornography and since then, it just opened my mind. And, you know, it's, 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 it's at an age that, you know, no eight years old or nine years old should be exposed to something like that. And so that kind of like messed, messed me up, but I just didn't see it that way. And so I just started just, you know, through high school or, you know, and, and you know, just or even, you know, middle school, you know, uh, man, that uh-huh. was my my. It was just about lust and seeing sexual things, and I started, sure. you know, my yeah. Were you a Christian? I grew up as an Adventist man. I grew up as a Christian. Um, actually, I grew up in Mexico, uh, where it's it's a very um, Christian uh, uh, town that everyone is Adventist, and you know, in this religion, you know, Adventism. Uh, so it's just Christian. This is small town in, in Mexico, well known. Um, so that's where I grew up until I was 12, and, but that's where I was exposed. And then I moved to the U.S. when I was 12 years old to, to public schools and completely a culture uh, uh, chalk for me and, you know, in, in every aspect of it, you know, the language and um, and the, uh, the culture. How, how did you deal with that uh, when you're eight? Maybe you don't know it's wrong, but maybe... You also do know it's wrong. It's this weird thing. I don't know. You're you're close to my age. I don't know if you're you're a little older, a little younger, but um, there's a feeling inside, like man, this is wrong. But then you're moving through it, and there's also this thing called God. What mm. was God? What was He about when you're? Was it a struggle, or did you even know? Oh man, I shouldn't be doing this. Man, that's a good question. Uh, that's a really good question. Like when. At that moment, see, I was too young, that young that, again, I just, that's why I didn't even think that was like the beginning of my story kind of thing, you know? So that's why in, in 2019, I was like, wow, I just, but if I just go back to that moment, like, as an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, like, man, it just feels good, yeah. you know? Even though I, I, I yeah, I was in an environment, in a Christian environment where, you know, they taught me, my parents, you know, hey... There is a God, there is Jesus. And, but f- somehow that just didn't even, I was just, I, I was kind of like living this two life every, every time. That's why it made me realize I was just living this two, two, two ways of doing life as in, I mm-hmm. would go to church just because my parents went to and, but my eyes were already so messed up and everything I would see, even teachers. And I would just see them, you know, with, with lust eyes and, and my, my, friends at that age in middle school and then high school but at the same time even through throughout high school now like um i started a band a worship band um so then i i started beginning to to learn how to talk as a christian you know Mm -hmm. at home and at church but then when i was even outside or you know just my my life was different my my what i would see what my desires were uh, were completely you no know, distorted. Um, 
So, so you're learning how to speak Christian because there's something about doing Christian music. Uh, there's something about that sort of thing that, you know, it feels right. You want to think that you could do better. And, and so you kind of get into that. Yeah. I mean, and it's funny now that I see it, because every time I would say, oh, you know, because the music, I started the music ministry with this group or band when I was in freshman high school. And so that that kept me from from like partying and drinking because I used to have friends. Hey, let's go Friday night and so on. But the 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 minister music because we, we used to travel a lot and doing some different concerts and so it kept me from that. However, and and now that I see it, it's interesting how like I used to always say that yeah, you know, if I if if it wasn't for for music, you know, I'd probably be in the world completely. But yeah, it kept me from that. However. I was still my 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 eyes were distorted in 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 my personal life. I was, you know, again everything was about sexual and the way I would see mm-hmm. girls and uh, which I just didn't see that as I guess I don't I don't know if I'm gonna say something bad, but like hey, I just hey, I'm a male, you know. I think this is. I guess it's part of me, you know, but, but again, I'm not doing, I'm not partying, I'm not drinking. And that was not a temptation then through high school because I wasn't. I think, I think we believe lies that are fed to us from our first birth, kind of like the mentality of our first birth. And one of the main ones is, well, I can't help it. I'm a guy. Yes. And it's like, we're, we're just dudes. And, and this is how we're going to live. And this is like, there's nothing we can do about it. And we even preach like this. And we preach mm. like this to women. And women feel like it's their responsibility to control us mm. because we can't control ourselves. Mm. And so it puts them in a really awkward position and really, it just sets them up to resent us. And mm. to consider us weak, mm-hmm. because we believe that we're weak. Mm. We believe like there's this thing that will ultimately have control ab- over us, mm-hmm. and it's called sexuality. Mm. And we don't even think twice about it. We're just like, because we've heard it so much, we're just like, yeah, that's me. You know, I'm a guy. I can't control that. Um, so, you know, everybody else has to do everything they need to do to... um make sure I'm okay. Yeah. And if if we go down that way and it just sets up, I remember it set up my wife to look at me as just a weakling Mm. and to resent me. She's like, Oh, you can't get over this. And, and it's, uh, yeah. So when you're saying, yeah, you know, I just thought this is who I am. And the idea, this is who I am when it's something outside of Christ is one of the most dangerous ideas mm, mm, to mm. believe because then you just kind of get rights to fall into sin. You get rights to, well, I'm a dude. This is who I am. So is is that what I'm hearing yes, you kind of saying? Like when you're growing up? Yeah, I think that's that's what it is. I was just had that that mindset of man or that I was just believing that like yeah, I'm, since I'm a dude, I guess that's just a normal thing for for a guy for a dude to do. And uh, again, I'm not I'm not. Um, I'm not, how can I say, like, at that moment, like, man, I'm not, um, 
dealing with anybody else. I'm not hurting anyone. It was just, it's just me, just the way I see girls, the way I see things. And by this point, again, all through high school, it was just, again, I just I always said like, oh, I'm, I'm not in drugs. I'm not in alcohol. I'm not in all these things. But man, just the way I would see people and girls would just completely in a, in a lost way. And, but yeah, I would say like, just, I'm a dude. I mean, that's, that's what we do, right? That's who I am. Um, so I think that's what just kept me, um, into, and of course I never talked to anybody, you know, I have two brothers and, you know, I grew up, I'm the, the middle child of, of three boys. And, but I was like, you know, I guess also in, in my, in, in back of my mind, like, yeah, there's probably something, you know, uh, well, when, when I started actually, when, when, then when I started actually having, re, um, relationship, you know, sexual relationship and when I was at the end of high school, that's when I was like, yeah, probably this is, this is an outgoing, not just now just seeing, but now I actually got into a, a relationship, sexual relationship when I was 17 or so. Then I was like, man, yeah, this is, it feels good, but like, I guess I'm a dude and, but I'm not going to tell anybody, you know, because um, I, 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 then that's when I clearly realized, yeah, this, I, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this. I guess again, I grew up in a Christian home, mm-hmm. um, and but then from there it just it was just more and more. I wanted more and more uh, with one person and another person. It was just so it just yeah. became a lifestyle of, and again it was a secret because I would go to church, lead worship, be involved in church, and I would just put this face of yeah, talk as a Christian, and but then I was doing other stuff behind scenes, you know. Sure. Did did your mind ever allow itself to to mess with that contradiction of I'm here and I'm saying this or but my life is lived completely in the way that I shouldn't or was that too painful you so you're just like ah, I don't want to deal with that contradiction and you just kind of power through. No, I think I, I think it did even especially when you know uh, now and uh, we're talking about just the end of of my high school and then into college that I was now you know, leading actually worship, you know, and, and doing more stuff of that. And, you know, there were songs that would get me and I would just cry and shame and guilt and like, man, and I just, why, why is it that I'm doing that? Uh, but then I would just go back. Cause I'm like, but you know, so I would feel kind of something like, you know, just, man, I just feel bad. Why, why am I doing this? You know, all the things that I've done. Um, and then some songs that even my brother wrote, you know, there was his personal, stuff and but it was just exactly what I was maybe going through like you know and and I'm like man I just there's some shame and guilt that I have but but at the end again I just I would just go back because I live I, I, I all this life I all this time I've just been living in life with secrets something like that I just keep doing this you know um I just believe in a God that forgives me and he's gonna keep forgiving me when I since I'm in church you know uh mm-hmm. and, and, and preaching about him but but it's something that I guess I'm going to have to keep forever. What about the other side where, like, if you're getting a lot of girls, you're, you're a G, you're a Mac, you're whatever word you want to use. Like, did that influence you on the one side? Like, man, I can pull girls. I'm a, I'm a good looking guy and I can, you know, I'm doing this. Or was that part hidden and you didn't want to seem like that? No, I think that's, you know, especially as as uh, having a, a, a group, a band, you know, we, we used to travel. I mean, I'm in high school and I'm used to travel and then college. I used to travel and do lead and, and, and do concerts at, 
youth events. And so, of course, you know, we have an album and so people want to come and, and buy and, and get your signature and your autograph or whatever, you know. So, of course, that's 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 part of like, man, that's just it, it feels good. I love, you know, that, you know, and then in, in our group, um, it was me and another guy that, you know, we're like the Yeah, the the one that got all the attention from, you know, from the girls and, you know, uh, at, at some point, like kind of like a celebrity, you know, in that in, in that environment, because we go and sing, uh, 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 go to to do concerts, and they will receive us, and you get the attention of girls, especially, and like, ah! and so man, that that was just feeding my my lustly, you know, soul, and like, man, I, I like this, I love this attention, you know, um, which in the in the inner side, man, there was so much insecurities in me, you know, people couldn't see that because they were like, Leif is always the happy. The outgoing, the 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 handsome dude, and but inside of me, I knew that I needed that. It was that was was feeding my you know my life, and I needed to to receive gr- uh, attention from girls, especially. I'm like I needed affirmation. that affirmation. Correct, man. Is um so um it, it went it went it when when then I moved to college then um. Again, it just that that was the life that you know started dating, and it's interesting because I started dating my wife, currently wife, freshman year. Mm-hmm. I'd met her, um, and our relationship then um, uh, began just about sex. You know, uh, mm-hmm. she always said at that moment, she always asked me, "Hey, was I your first one? Am I your first one?" And and I lied to her. I said, "Yeah, yeah, you're my first one," but again. Man, I started when I was even seventeen. So I'm, I'm, when I met her, I was uh, twenty or nineteen, turning twenty or something like that. So, but even then, I just lied to her, like no. Uh, and so, but that was became so so bad that relationship that we dated for a year and a half or so, and so it just became about sex. Uh, we said no, we can't just live this way. Uh, so that didn't work out. Then I started dating another girl. Which again, since I just, I was living that life, that next girl, same thing, mm-hmm. you know, became about sex. She got pregnant um, and we got married in, 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 in two weeks. We actually, and again, and that's when I realized in counseling, that's why I brought counseling at first, because all this time I portrayed for everyone that we were, we got married because uh, uh, we we never say because it was a baby that you know that she was pregnant, but we cover it and like you know what, let's cover it, yeah. let's let's try to you know I didn't have papers back then, so she was she was a citizen, so like, you know, so that was another. It it was true that I, I I had to actually leave the states to go to Mexico, so actually we used that excuse, which it was it was not an excuse, it was real, but the real truth of why we got married the first time was because she was pregnant. Um, so then again, I just hide it. That. That's another thing that I just, mm-hmm. I hide it, yeah. you know, and I lived a life. Was, uh, what were you in school studying? What were, where were you in school? What were you? Education. So I started with nursing the first year. Then I transferred to education. I was transferring to be a teacher. Um, and this is again, my last two years were, were, um, again, we, we, we set it up this, you know, the, our, 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 the wedding and, Again, everyone believed, and everyone asked, like, "What are you guys getting so soon?" Like, you know. So the reason was there, and it was true, you know. Yeah. I had, but but the reality was not, you know. And then we lost our baby two weeks before the due date, so it was painful. We went through that. The marriage started in the wrong place. 
Um, this was a stillborn or a stillborn birth or something uh, like that? It, it's it was that far along. It was that far along. So it was two weeks before due date. We just went to the doctor regularly and they just said, hey, no, we don't hear that your baby's heartbeat. And so it has to do, it has to, it, they had to do a um, regular delivery. So yes, I had it in my mm-hmm. hands and it was a boy, Aiden. Um, and, but, but yeah, but we lost them. Um, Bro, as you're as you're going through that, like at first when you're getting you you know you're scrambling, right? You're you're getting engaged because hey, yo, like we messed up. We but maybe we like each other. Maybe was it maybe we like each other or yo, we just this is what we need to do because we're Christians and like we can't we can't just be out here. What was the mindset of getting married in two weeks? Right. Good question. No, I mean of course. The reason was because she was pregnant, you know, and then we talked to my parents and her parents and I mean, we like each other. I don't think we say we love each other, but like, hey, we, we like each other. We know we're, you know, uh, let's do it. I mean, you know, I mean, this is now at this you're pregnant, but hey, we, we can do this. We, we can we, make it work. We can make it work. I mean, it's just this is not just an stranger. Like we've been dating already for a couple of days. I mean, weeks or so or months. I don't remember. But like, hey, we can we can make this happen. Um, so let's do it, you know, but let's just not say that that was the real reason. They just cover that up. Um, um, so again, more, more secrets, right? So you're, you're going through this, this, uh, pregnancy mm. and, um, is, is the secret kind of just kind of weighing on you or were you just kind of like, we're getting married, so it's or we got married. It's legit. I'm able to move on. See, that was my mentality. Um, again, since since I go back and all of my life, it's just been about secrets. So, so it's like, hey, this is just another secret that I just do it. Hey, it turned out good. Everyone believed that. Hey, we're married now, so let's just put that on the side, you know. And so mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. Again, I, at this point, like it's just another thing of life that. I guess that's just how I do things, but I didn't realize then until 2019. But like, it was just yeah. another thing that happened. Hey, everyone believed that. We let's keep saying that it was just because of that, and and hey, let's move on. Um, so it when was, this uh, when this terrible tragedy happens with this child, were you tempted to get weird about God? Like, so. Um, I just started asking the question, like, why God? Like, why, why, why me? You know, and then mm-hmm. kind of like this, this type of, you know, that type of thought, like, man, maybe it's because the life that I've been living, you know, at some mm-hmm. point Satan was, you know, and, and, and at some point I really believed that like, leave, whoa, because the life that you live in, this is, <laughs> and no, this is just a consequence, you know, it's just, you did it all to you. Um, and so I believe that like, man, it's it's just you are you are you um uh, what's the word are you punishing me hmm. God for for this like you know why me out of you know my family I don't never you know it's just why why me and then I'm like maybe this is just a punish from God yeah you know and I deserve it you know uh, and then you know again it was just a a, a, a moment of like man um. And and at some point, I think like I, at that moment, like men and uh, after I just went through all that, I'm like, maybe this this is going to be like, the, you know, where I hit rock bottom. Uh, but men, then 
time passed and I started and I went back to different things and like, wow, like not even that just, you know, stopped me from, you know, because it was painful. Like just, you know, actually just last week I just went to funeral here and, you know, and having and. I haven't been in a, in a in a cemetery since 2008 when I actually that's when when it happened mm-hmm. um and just last week just made me realize wow I haven't been in in this place so it just it hurts me still when I just think about it or it's just but but I know there's hope now but 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 yeah it was just interesting how that even that incident even though it was so painful I went through so much and like I was just asking God why why me but then I thought that was going to I was going to start even living a different life but however time passed and man i went back to the same to the same hole yeah man when we're going through stuff like this and i remember my mentality when i was kind of deep in it i just thought something is gonna blow my spot and when that thing blows Mm. my spot the shame will be enough that it will finally get me to you know that's that's what will change it is the shame And Mm. this is a lie from the pits of hell because shame never changes anybody. It makes people Mm. resentful. And I've said this a lot on the, on the podcast. If, if God was using shame to change us, he'd be working against himself. And, and that's Mm. why it's always the kindness of God that draws repentance. It's always the love of God that draws a changed mind. It's never the, Oh, I can't believe you're so horrible. Because even you're a testimony to this, I'm a testimony to this. In the moment, we're like, oh, man, oh, man. But our heart is still the same way. We're just, mm. and so we go on and we continue. And so, so now you're in this marriage, and I'm sure that the, the loss of a child, I mean, it does so much damage to a relationship. Mm. There's so much, I don't, there's got to be a, a bunch of crazy stuff that, is added in there that wouldn't have been there in in the first place, and so yeah, yeah, just a lot of things, and, and not only just that one. We also lost. There was two other miscarriage um, that that happened, and, and as you were saying something right now, like it just came into my mind how even just growing up, like I was the kid that in my family I always said, "Hey, um, man, you're the lucky one. You're the only, the, you know, the man. You always get." You're, yeah, you're you're lucky all the time. Either I would find out money on the street randomly, but but then even that I used to my advantage, like because you know secrets that I use, like I would never be get get caught. Like it was just something that I was so good at it, you know. And then people and people, my family would say, "Yeah, you're so you're man, you're the lucky kid. You're always had this this luck, man. That it's just it's crazy, right?" But then I would like I kind of like use that into like yeah. You know, I don't get cut. Like I can do things, you know, in secret that I can just live that life. Because not only just in the in the sexual things, but I I used to steal things from 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 stores, from the mall, from uh from my jobs. Like, and I would never get cut. Like, I, I, and I that's just the way I started living. Like, you know, I can do things without people finding out. And like, hey, this this is just I'm the lucky kid, right. you know. So, <laughs> and I believe those kinds of things. So. So now, and it's just interesting how that's just those things that I use that for my advantage, but but in, in the wrong way. And like, yeah, that's that's just until someone actually, you know, uh, finds out and and put it, uh, you know, um, who who I really am. But I'm gonna just continue to live this life because just that's just the kid that I am. 
Wow. So you're you're kind of gone back to your former ways. You're married, but you're kind of, you know, uh, what 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 happens after after this? Man, so um, uh, then our marriage started just going downhill. That that my first marriage, you know, the 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 loss of the kid. I think that affected a lot. You know, then the two other the two other miscarriage and. Um, and then fidelity came from both sides, you know, um, again, just because my whole life still my lust and, you know, and so, so it was infidelity in both sides and, and we, we went through a divorce, um, after three years of marriage. And, um, I think that's when even my life even became even worse because then I went through like a depression. So I already had my degree. I was a teacher working, but then that's when I actually just went all the way in, you know, with 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 the, the pornography. Just like now, it was just before. It just kind of like just this, the way I would see things. But now, like, I met the pornography. I went to club drinking, and it was just bad because, like, and I just went through a depression. But like, it was just now. It's just me myself. I have no one to tell me what or not, and um, and that's when just it just it went a hundred percent. Uh, which is just, uh, then after two years I've been divorced, uh, I got in contact with, with Kenny, my, my wife now and say, Hey, are, are you still in the area? Um, just, you know, to talk and whatever. And she's like, yeah, you're married. I'm like, no, no, I've been in divorce already. So we just started talking. And so interesting though, that I do want to say this, how God works, because in my middle of that, when I, in, after my divorce and I'm just really like in the pit, you mm-hmm. know, um, they actually call us to do a, a to lead worship and, and mm-hmm. right. And so my life is a mess. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going clubbing Thursday nights, Wednesday nights, but then again, I was just, mm-hmm. you know, leading worship during the Saturdays and so on. But they call us on that Saturday and that weekend. So we went there and it was in my mess, like my life there. I think that was when I just, one of the times that in my life was completely a mess. And so the pastor there, uh, that was invited for that weekend. He actually made a call. Hey, who, you know, who, you know, who's, um, he made a call us and whoever wants to be a pastor, go ahead and just stand up. We want to pray for you. And I stood up like until now, right now, like why stood up there? Why I, I, I stand up and I went to the front and, and, and they probed me. And, and I remember, um, just, it was, it was just, and it was interesting because the day, the, the night before, um, that, uh, that was a Friday, but the, the night before on Thursday, I actually went clubbing and my brother who, who, who lived 15 minutes away from my house, he goes to my house at one in the morning he's like, you know, something just, and I believe it's the Holy Spirit. He's like, Hey, I, I, someone told me something told me that I just needed to check on you. So he goes on to my house. I'm not there. I'm not the club. He calls me. I kind of like, look at the phone like, man, it's my brother. If he finds out, like he's, that's it. He's, and he's like a dad to Mm -hmm. me, right? He's like, man, so I put it in my pocket, but didn't realize that when I put it in my pocket, I actually answer, Mm -hmm. right? And so now my brother's texting me, hey, Leif, I'm out of your house. I hear the music. All he said, like, just come come home, Mm -hmm. you know, I love you. Come home, man. I felt that the battle right there in front of my eyes. I was just living in like Satan one side. Hey, this is where you belong. This is this is your life. And then on the other side, God say, no, this you don't you don't belong here. So I struggled for for a couple minutes, and then I decided to go home. Um, 
And I was throughout the whole way. I'm like, man, my brother, I mean, we're we're going to this weekend. The next day we're actually traveling to lead worship. And my brother's going to just, oh, man, he's going to just, I don't know, just tell me. And I don't want to hear things, right? So, But I just go home and for like 45 to an hour, he doesn't say anything. He just says, I love you, Leif. I love you. I love you. And God loves you. That's all he did. Like he didn't say anything else, right? So that was impactful to me. Then we go to the trip. After the trip, you know, during the trip, they the pastor did this call. So I get up and my brother looks at me like, what What, what do you mean? You want a pastor? Like he just, you know, but he just looks at me. He just doesn't say anything. But he just looks at me. I get up. I, I, I accepted the, the call to be a pastor. I, I didn't know what I was doing actually at that time. I think it was just emotion, but it was a God thing. So uh, then after that, I, I went back to, to Dallas and I started doing changes. You know, I won't say 100%, but like, you know what, this is, I need to start making changes because if I continue this, you know, I'll, I'll lose everything, my job, my life. Um, but it was interesting how that moment, it just happened, um, which then it led me to, then I started talking to my currently wife, we started mm-hmm. dating. Um and I know it's a long story, but so I cheated on her again. I mean, I cheated on her uh, uh, twice. She didn't. She didn't want to talk to me at all. It's like you know, I'm done with you. This, this, you're not. So you're cheating on her after the the whole pastor thing. You're still kind of going back to some. Yes, form of yes. I I just went back to it, man. I just went back to it. I mean, I did changes. I start stopped the clubbing. I stopped the drinking. But but just that lust that mm-hmm. I had, and like man, that's just still part of me, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a full breakdown of all these theological concepts that we talk about in this podcast, you could go to PVC Life on YouTube or just search Love Reality. And we did a full wave one. And yeah, it's uh, it's on the PVC Life's YouTube page and it's free. So if you want a breakdown of what we're talking about, it's called Wave One. Check it out on PVC's YouTube page, and I guarantee you'll be blessed. The second time she said, no, Leif, that's it. Man, that's when I just felt like, okay, my life, it is a mess. Hmm. Like, I believe that she, at that moment, like, man, she's a girl of, that fears God, and because of my dumbness or just my actions, I'm losing that, and man... So for the first time at 26 years old or 27, I opened my Bible. I'm, t- and I'm talking about, I, I've been a Christian all my life. I knew about him, but for the first time, I actually opened my Bible to actually for myself. You know, I wanted, I wanted to get to know Jesus myself. Hmm. I want to have a rela- relationship with him for the first time after that happened. Because I'm like, yeah, my life is... It, it is a mess. Like I went back, like man, I lost a kid. That not even that, just you know, yeah, it was a moment. But then that moment passed, and like went back to my old self. I'm like, no, I need to, I need to do something about it. So for the first time, I actually opened my Bible when I was again 26, 27 years what, old. What did you believe about? And it yourself? sent me to the Book of Proverbs. <laughs> you went to Proverbs, <laughs> man. That I was a mess. You were just. It sent me to Proverbs and it's like, ah, just talking straight up to me like, oh, my God. But it just I believe that I was a mess, you know, that I that I always had to be this this person um, that I would never be able to to get rid of um, the the the, that lifestyle. Hmm. I mean, again, 
uh, yeah, it was, it was just crazy how, uh, and then again, to make that sore, then time passed and my, my Kenya, my currently wife, she, I, 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 every day I would send her like messages, you know, a, a, the first week it passed months, the first month, two months, eight months, eight months happened. She never talked to me. The only thing she would say, Hey, I don't want to do anything with you. I'm going to block. You. I'm going to report you. Like, stop talking to me. But then I was like, man, I wanted to just show her that I was a changed man. Um, so that story, you know, she actually started talking again. She really started changing me um, in an aspect of like, you know, I don't want to. I, I was, I, you know, again, I was just having a relationship with God. So then that's why we, we started dating again and we got married. Uh, but since I I kept that pornography kind of thing that after our, we got in, in, into our marriage, then that that stepped in, mm-hmm. you know, the masturbation, you know, and and so. But then again, I was like, well, I'm a dude. I just can't stop. I mean, I guess it's part of me, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm not affecting anybody. I'm not. At that moment, like I'm not cheating on my wife because it's just it's just something that I'm dealing mm-hmm. with, you know. Mm-hmm. So that started even in my second marriage. Now, like, started our marriage just started just going downhill. Uh, our communication, our intimacy, um, man, talk about you know again, just and I'm like, man, it's my second marriage, and then, and now I'm realizing that the same things that happened in my first marriage, I'm I carried it into my second marriage. So at some point, like, yeah, I I am the I am the reason. Like I'm the, I'm the, I'm the one that it's messed up, but like, can I do nothing about it? Like I'm trying to change, but it just, um, but I, I'm not going to tell my wife that I have this pornography addiction. Um, and so it just went downhill. That's such an interesting thing because like we're dealing with so much and to think that it's our fault is, is really heavy. So we like to blame it on other people because if it's me, then then I, that's like a dark hole that I have to climb yeah. out of. And if it's her or if it's my spouse, well, then, you know, then it doesn't have to be all on me. And so when we're in these fights, the fights are convincing the other person that we're a good person. And because yeah. they're not that great of a person, they can't see that we're a good right. person. Yeah. And if they were a better person, they could see that we're really trying yes. and that we are good. And yes. so it's just this thing. And they're doing the same exact thing. Mm. But some of the time, like if it's a spouse, like we put marks on them. Mm. So they're dealing with the pain of those marks and still wanting to believe but it's so hard. And so it's just this, I mean, just describing it is tiring and Man. painful because it's, it's just, there's no, there's almost no way out. Mm. Yes. Yes. I, I think that's, that's, that's so, that's so true. Just because then it got to the point, like, you know, she, I, I was believing like, she's the one that is wrong. She's the one with the, you know, she's so jealous and jealousy and trying to control. And I'm like, man, you're, you need help. <laughs> You're the one that needs the help because, you know, it's just, you know, it's just insane how you tell me, you know, that I'm turning around. And at points, I, you know, even in our marriage, like there was times that, yes, I was not even turning around or seeing anyone. And she was like, yeah, you are. You're seeing that, that girl. Like I saw you. there, like, I'm not, you know, at some points I probably just did turn around. But then I'm like, man, you, you do need help, you know. But again, I was just in my internally. I'm like, but I, I my my 
I'm dealing with my own things, you know, the, the pornography and the and the, the masturbation. So it got too bad. And that's why actually that's why we got to 2019 and saying, you know, we, we need help. Um, um, and 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 when we got there and and I revealed, I remember being the second day when I realized this about my life, like, man, I, I, I've been living this secret life for years. And like, this is just, and so that's when I, in second day of counseling, I said, Kenny, I, you need, I need to be real with you. This is just who I am. So I started telling her like mm. everything, like, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying if I want to release everything, I want to, I don't want to keep anything inside of me. So I'm like, Hey, let me go back when I was eight years old. I was exposed to pornography, man. That messed me up. I just realized that, like, I just been living a life of secrets. So I started telling everything. I still struggle with pornography addiction, uh, man. Remember, you always keep telling me that if I was your first one in college, no, I, you, I was not. I so all these things, like even things from like before our marriage, like I'm like, I, I, I don't want to keep anything. Like I'm tired. This, I, I just want like, no, I'm tired. This is, I, I don't want to live that life, the secret life. So. Boom. I just revealed everything to her. Now, I want to make this point because it's just how Satan is still kind of like trying to work and trying to lie to me. Because a month before that counseling, so I'm talking about November 2019, I actually, because our marriage was already like down, downhill, um, I actually tried to uh, uh, try to kiss someone, mm-hmm. you know, in uh, my desperation, in my moment, I try to kiss that person, rejected me, right? And so that's it. I'm losing everything. My marriage, my job, like, that's it, you know? So this guy comes and said, Leif, I need to talk to you. Let's go out to eat. I'm like, this is, again, this is November. I'm like, man. So I go in and have lunch with this guy. I couldn't see him in his eyes. Like, I just couldn't. Like, that's it. I'm, I'm done. I'm, my life is completely a mess, man. And like, um, were you so I, I missed this? You were a pastor. Were you a youth pastor? You a head pastor? Now, now you're like now it's your job. You're a pastor. Yes, I am a youth pastor. And because oh, so it's you see how I accepted that 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 call, you know, in, in my messiness. So two years passed. Two years later, I'm already married with this with Kenya. We went as missionaries uh-huh. for a year. We came back. We started our our, our masters in, in Liberty University in Virginia, which we went, we wanted to do a, a marriage and family therapy, our masters. But it was there mm-hmm. in that semester of, of school that we were taking classes together that God, the Lord would just tell me, Leif, well, every time I would see someone preaching, someone talking, God would say, Leif, that I that is you right there. I, I want I need you to be in, in this ministry full time and i just couldn't it was too much like and god would tell me like Lev, remember two years ago you made a commitment with to me and i'm like at first i'm like i already forgot about that but he was just so clear god was telling me like man you did a commitment i need you in the ministry that's 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 you right there preaching so at this moment i'm like my wife didn't want she always said she would never marry a pastor and so right. and she didn't know anything about it so i'm like it's so on like man so i told her what had happened two years prior, and and at this moment we're in, in Liberty University in Virginia, and I said, yeah, God, it just so. God, she said, you know what, I, I don't want to mess with you, you know, because if I tell her my opinion, it's, it's going to be, you know, you don't want to, you don't like to hear my opinion, so it's just, just take it to God, and whatever God tells you, I'll support it. So a lot of things happened, just but to, to 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 close that part of like God made it so clear, like it was clear that He called me into the ministry. 
right? That's uh-huh. why we went to Andrews University. I did my MDiv um, there. And that's when in Andrews, that's when my actually my wife found out that I was in this pornography addiction. Uh, we try to work things out. Then I moved to California now. I'm a youth pastor. Um, but there's still life is I'm lying to myself because she would say, Hey, how are you doing with that? And I would like, Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good now. I'm good. So I would lie to myself because I didn't want to, it was so shameful that I'm gonna keep saying that I've still struggled with Um so then that's when we got to uh, uh to the um uh, to the counselor and which again that's yes, I am a youth pastor at this time. November is okay. And 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 I I, I did this but, right okay, the, but back to this story. How'd you get out of this thing in the restaurant with this guy? How'd Man, you get out so of it? I'm I'm looking at this guy, and I could at first I just I couldn't see him in his eyes. Like man, that my life is that's it. I'm losing everything. Um, he looks at me, and you know, after having just regular conversation, like Leif, I know everything. I know what you did. I know you went to my house, you know, or to you know, and, and what you did. But then he looks at me like he says, like, but but I love you, and. And I've been there and I don't, I don't condemn you. I just, I feel closer to you. God has a purpose for you, Leif, in this, in this town. Like God, God called you. I know because I baptized his son and her son year past. And so he's, he's offering me this grace that I just couldn't believe it. Like, he's like, Leif, I love you. God called you here for a purpose. God is using you. God is going to keep using you in this ministry. And like, I started crying. Like, I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. You know, it's just, I'm, I'm seeing Jesus in front of me uh, with this guy. He just hugs me and with like, not only just, you know, no, he just, it's like, Leif, I love you now. You know, I, I feel closer to you now. I, um, and of course I started crying like, man, I, I, it's just something that I, I messed up. Like, it's just, I don't know why I did. I never done this, you know, with someone, I guess, after, you know, I did it in the past before marriage, but like. So anyways, this happens. And so now again, I'm like, Lord, you still offering me grace. Like, again, time after time, I've seen that God, he's still offering me grace. And even though my life is a mess, he's still like saying, Levy. but now I'm going home with this like, man, well, this already got fixed. I'm not going to tell my wife, you know, I mean, because she will leave me right away. So now I'm in counseling. I'm revealing everything to her except that little part. You see how Satan is still trying to like, you know, so I told her everything my my whole life, and she's like, "Wow, Leif, I'm marrying monster." I just, I didn't know all of those things about you, but but then she still took it right. She's like, "Well, let's work things out." Let's. I didn't know you were dealing with all that by yourself, and so like, let's 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 work together. And so, third day happens of counseling. We're actually excited about. Hey, let's work things out. We can actually. There's some. There's 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 hope. Uh, the fourth day comes. The last day. We're excited. The first morning session comes, then she sent us to lunch. Like, hey, just go to lunch. You come back and we'll finish the session the last two hours. In the lunchtime, man, it's, we're there. And out of nowhere, my wife just asked me, hey, Leif, if you were to cheat on me, if you were cheating on me, you would not say anything, right? Because if you know that the moment you would say that, I would just, I would leave you, right? Out of nowhere. And that's when the Holy Spirit said, Leif, you need to say it. Don't keep it. And I just look at her, I'm like, I'm like in my in my mind, I'm like, man, I'm gonna lose her. And I was like, yeah, can I there's one more thing I need to tell you about me. And I said, I did this with this girl and this happened and all those things. And boom, it was like a bomb. She's like, I knew that. Blah, blah, you're such a mess, man. 
And so, bah, it was, I just dropped the bomb. Um, but in the other side, myself, I'm like, you know, I'm, there's nothing else inside of me that, you know, there's no more secrets. And it's interesting because as a pastor, I, I, I would hear like people saying, um, man, the people that encounter, uh, church members or just people that they, you know, they're demonized and, you know, that Satan at those moments, Satan can just throw you all the, 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 the things out of you. And like, I was afraid. I was like, man, I hope that I would, I, I would, I don't encounter that. Cause man, he would tell me straight in my faith, all the, all the things that I'm doing, all my sins. Right. And so, but mm-hmm. at this time, I'm like, man, I'm f- like, everything is out of me. There's so, uh, it just feels so light because there's no more secrets. I know my my marriage right now is completely now maybe ruined, but like in my side, I'm like, there's no more secrets. Now, my wife in the other hand, she's like, that's it. You know, no, no, mm-hmm. there's no going back. We, be- we went to family uh, during December. You know, and for the first time, I talked to my dad um, and my brothers about my pornography addiction. You know, it was the first time I said, you know, this never talked to them about any, any of these things. And like I just said, man, it's, this has been me. I'm I'm this hmm. monster at that moment. I would say like that, that is just and I did this to Kenny again and I did it before marriage and now I did it again here and I'm a mess. And so I come back to California. My wife stays there with her family. Say, Leif, I cannot go home. I need to stay with my family. I'm here with California. And then I, Christian Aparicio, um, uh, which he was my student um, in, in in the academy in Dallas. Um, he comes and visited me. Um, and I believe he was an angel, you know, sent by God. Because I was at the moments that I was, even though I just felt everything was odd. But like, I'm alone now. And literally Satan is telling me in my face, like Leif. You're by yourself. Just go back to that. Go back to that life. You know, just go start partying and start drinking and start. You know, just like your first marriage when you when we, when you went through the board. Like literally on the airplane going coming back, Satan is like, "This is your moment. You can go back to that lifestyle." And like, and so I came home and Christian comes and say, "Hey, I'm gonna go visit over there. I'm gonna be in the area, so I'm gonna go visit." So I believe he was an angel. Um, then I said, "You know, I need to." So I started doing a lot of changes. I I bought a flip phone. You know, I wanted to detox. The council would say, you need a detox. Wait. So Christian comes to visit you. Um, is this before you buy the flip phone or, or, or after? Like, what, what did Christian say to you? No. So, see, I, I didn't even tell Christian anything. He, does, he doesn't know anything. He's just, he's just, he was going to be here in the area because he had a, 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 a Love reality tour here in the area, an hour from here. But he's just visiting me and and, and another guy. Is this Santa Rosa? San, uh, I, I believe it was Santa Rosa. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so no, he's just there, and so we just you know we're we're taking him to skiing, and you know, and so but no, I'm still, I I'm not talking about it because there was it was a lot of shame. Like he was my student. Like I will see him as like I'm his mentor, you know. But now, again, yeah. by this time, I'm like, you know, I need to make changes. So I talked to my brothers again for the first time. I said, hey, I need accountability. You know, I put cameras on my house, you know, so they can have access of 24-7. I got a flip phone, you know, because I, I needed to detox from all this. But then Christian comes. He we're just, you know, hanging out and so on. And then he's like, hey, can you drop me here? I have uh, this 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 thing going on. Like, yeah, yeah. So let's go. So I go ahead and drop him off. And then that's where I meet Eddie. 
for the, I mean, I see him in, in the, in the seminary, you know, cause when I arrived to the seminary, he was actually leaving. Um, and so I'm there, um, I dropped and they were, they were in this Airbnb. And so, but Eddie just out of nowhere, man, he just starts telling me his story. Hey, no, I'm also a pastor and, you know, and blah, and <laughs> pornography and cheating in my wife. Like, I, I'm like, it was, he was telling me my story. Right. And, and I didn't want to mm-hmm. cry in front of a Christian. Honestly, this, I want to be real. Cause again, Christian's here. He he's now in the grown up, and but now I always seem like he he was my student, like he was. I supposed to be his mentor. I'm supposed to be the one that is, but I'm like I don't want to cry. But then just tears just comes out, and like I'm like I'm crying. I'm like and Eddie asked for he's telling me his story, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm listening. I'm like man, there's hope for my marriage. Like your my marriage, your story is my story, and now I can see that your marriage is just God just has done it a miracle. So then I started crying. And he's like, why are you crying? I'm like, man, I'm. That's where I am right now. As you're speaking, this is where I'm standing right now. My wife just found out everything and she doesn't want to do anything with me. She's in Dallas and blah, blah. And, but I still, I still don't want to say much because Christian is around. Again, it's just, it's just how, you know, and, but I just couldn't handle it anymore. And then Christian himself was like, hey, you don't have to live that way, man. You want to receive freedom today right now? Let's do it right now. I'm like... And so, see, growing up in the Adventist world, you don't hear those kinds of things. Like, what do you mean, freedom? And I mean, I like, yeah, you don't have to. And so they asked me, hey, what's your relationship to sin? Hmm. I'm like, <laughs> you don't ask that to a pastor, man. Like, come on. You know, you're asking that to a pastor. I'm like, but I didn't say that. But in my mind, I'm like, but I'm like yeah, it's complicated, man. I guess, like, there's things that I don't want to do. That I hate myself for doing that, but I keep doing them. And so they're like, well, you don't have to live that way anymore. You know, that God already died for all those things. And so they're like, what are the lies that Satan has been telling you all this time? And at first I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, what? It feels uncomfortable. At first, like, I'm not used to that, right? I, I'm like, what do you mean? Tell yeah. me lies. What do you mean? Like, yeah, what are the lies? What did Satan has been? I'm like, so they pray over me. You know, for me to just kind of say those lies and like, then I start realizing, yeah, that man lies. Let me see that I will always be this person. I will never be out of this pornography addiction. I will never change that. I will never be a good dad and a father to my kids that I will never that my marriage will never get fixed, Uh, that I'm a failure, that I'm not worthy to be a pastor, just to be a leader, just to be me and just not worthy. That that God doesn't love me. That God is punishing me for all these things that I've done, and and I'm just saying all these things, and they're like, "Well, they've that's already done in the cross. You don't have to. That's not that's not who you are." Um, and then they say, "Well, let's let's pray because they we're gonna put those things to to the grave where they belong." And so God doesn't want to leave you empty. He's want to give you some truth. I'm like, but I still I'm not, still I'm not understanding what they're doing. Honestly, like, all right, so. Because they're like, you, you know, all you have to do is just believe. And like, and for me, I'm like, I thought I believe. Like, I'm a Christian. <laughs> I I grew up in this thing, you know? Like, what are you telling me? There's something that, what is it that I'm missing? You know, belief. I do believe in God. Like, he that he died and he loves me. And like, yeah. But you need to believe just what he says about you. And so they pray over me and, and they say, God is going to re- say something to you today, right now. I'm like, that's weird. Like, you know, and you're putting hands over me. And then uh, you don't you, see, I, I didn't, <laughs> I grew up in the 
this religion that we don't do that as much. And so, okay, I'm like, feels weird, but like, hey, let's, let's pray over me. You know? So they pray over me and say, like, what, what did God tell you? I'm like, and, this, and inside of me, I'm like, nothing. Like, is it supposed <laughs> to talk to me or what? Like, like, yeah, let's, you know, what, what are you hearing from God? And then just this kind of peace comes into me and says like that, that I am more than enough, that I am loved, that I've been forgiven already. Oh, and oh, and it's still kind of like when I when I heard that, I just felt like yeah, it just it's just another thing that it's just in the moment, right? And at this time, I'm like man, and I'm like man, my my own former student is 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 uh, pouring, um, and 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 it's blessing me, right? I just felt like man, because at first I was just, um. I was just trying to be, you know, this strong person, but then I just let it go. And like, man, yeah, thank you guys. Um, and they just said, believe that. Just go home and believe just who you are now. That's that's your that's your identity. That's just who you are. That you're, and you know, there's there's just some verses that you're righteous, that you're perfect, that you're holy, that you are being forgiven already. So, man, I, I come home and I'm still kind of like the next day. I'm like, it just it feels it feels weird though, like. So then the morning I woke up and I say, Lord, I am righteous. I'm not an addict. Like, I'm not. So then I start believing that myself. I'm like, wow, I am perfect. I'm holy. Uh, which I just started opening my Bible and just seeing things differently. Like, it just seemed like God just took a veil out of my eyes. Like, I was just able, you know... I couldn't see. Now I'm able to like to see and see the gospel, the the Bible would for what it is. Like I am the, the sin no longer has any power over me. Like so, I'm like wow. I'm like that's that's crazy. So my prayers are even changing. Instead of saying God help me take this out of me, like please if you love me take this out. And now I'm like thank you God that I'm not that person. Thank you that I'm I'm not that I'm victorious. That I don't need to look at anything. Now that's just thank you God because. I am this new person. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this, this new life. Then my wife comes back from Texas and she's all mad. And she's like, she sees me reading the Bible and she's like, what? Now you're trying to, because you're reading the Bible now, you're in the word. You're going to tell me that, you know, cause I'm like, you know, Kenny, like, have you, have you read the books that your, the counselor said, have you go into the Bible, into the word? And it's like, leaves. Don't don't even start. Like don't don't give me the the Bible now. That now you're trying to read the Bible right after you told me all those things. Now you're trying to live, trying to pretend that you're all this Christian and blah blah blah. And so, man, she already said, you know what? I, I'm done. So let's let's get a divorce. Then I remember that uh, that love reality that we're gonna have something on Zoom, and that Eddie and 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 um, Jayla. And Jayla, they were gonna give their testimony. I'm like, oh man, if just if can they just hear their if they if she can hear that testimony. So we're living separately. I'm living downstairs. She's living upstairs. Um, and you know, and and she's again, she went through the depression completely. She doesn't want to go out of the room just just to feed the kids and so on. But I go upstairs and I said, I'm not like, hey, Kenya, there's this couple that man, they have a powerful testimony. Do you want to hear it? And I thought she was going to say no, because she didn't want to do anything with that. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'll hear it. And then I find out the same day that Christian texts me, hey, you know, they're not going to be able to say their testimony, but they can they can actually call you guys on Facebook for, through FaceTime. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. So she says yes. 
And man, to to put that story, you know, uh, to an end, she uh, they shared her testimony. It was Saturday night. It was like eleven o'clock at night or something or ten. It was late, and my wife starts just crying as as she's hearing that that testimony, and um, and she's also confused. And they're asking, Kenya, why are you why are you asking us to call? You know, why do you want to hear us our testimony?" And so Kenya's like, "Man, because our marriage right now is a mess." That's what we're going through right now, and so they 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 did the same thing. You don't do you want to receive freedom right now? And and she's also confused. She's like, "What do you mean? Like he, he's the one?" So he's like, "What are the lies that from Satan?" And she's like, "Well, I don't have lies. He has the lies. No, he's the one that is like <laughs> he's the one that needs prayer." You know. So she's actually saying like because she believed also in her story. She believed that she was there because she always said this. She was like. I'm the good. I'm a good Christian. I'm a good person because I've never drank. I've never smoked. I've never been to parties. So Satan had her believe that also lie that. But there was. But then when they pray over her and she started realizing, man, there's pride. I have so much pride in my life. There's a lot of insecurities that Satan has believed me. I have such control. Like I want to control everything. I put life as my as my idol as my 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 identity my happiness depends on him and what he does for me. So she's she's like okay, and so she's like all these lies, and so again they did the same process. They pray over her, um, and then they you know the the word that she received from God, you know, it was like hey, you don't have to control things because I'm in control, you know, God. Mm-hmm. And so man, the next day, and she still it was late. It was like one in the morning, and she still. Was know what's happening. The next morning, she's a new person, like, like this. Mm. She's like, she wakes up, she's worshiping, getting the 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 word out, the the music, and she's dancing, like she's so happy. And like, they they went by, and I said, Kenya, like, are we good? Like, have you forgiven me? I never I haven't even asked you for forgiveness, but like, what's going on with you? Like, you know, is are you are we good? Like, you know, and she's like, you know what, like. I don't know right now. I'm just enjoying my time. I'm just, I'm just enjoying this, 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 this time with God. And anyway, she, she got to realize that she has received forgiveness from God. Um, and, 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 and because she actually received that from God, she was able to give it, give it, give it to me. And so we never actually, we never sit down and say, Hey, let's work something now. Let's try to see how can you gain my love? No, no. It's like she received God's freedom. She received God's love and forgiveness. And she accepted that. And it's like, you know what? God said to her, like, you already forgave life. Just go and live that life. Salvation has come into your house. And we're just rejoicing when she received that from God. And like, man, and God said to her, salvation just came into your house. Salvation has come into your house. Uh, So man, it's, Long story, but it just now we live in this new life of, of of freedom, of forgiveness, and just knowing who we are in Christ. Um, and all we do now is just, you know, just talk about it. You know, we can we can get enough. Um, and again, just God giving me grace, His grace that that's all He does, right? And so, hey, we're we're just being blessed and and living this new life and. It's a good life. <laughs> so this was this was like summer 2020 when yes, Kenya has this phone conversation. So it's almost a year and a half. Almost a year and a half, man. So has this message of reconciliation, freedom from sin. Is it a, was it a spiritual high or is it something that are are you just has it faded away or are you just no, growing in it? No, we're just growing. I mean, it's, it gets better and better. 
I mean, even when we say like, it's so, it's so, it's so good to be true, but it's so good and it's so true. Like, and it just gets better. It gets better and better. Uh, the more we're just into it, and um, God has given us the opportunity just to share this and and be real with with uh, with people and our testimony. What God just, you know, that what God says in the Bible and what the Word says that you know that sin no longer has any power over us, and we don't have to live this life. And no, it's just it's get it's just it's been better and better. It, Ever since then, like, there's no worries. It's just, you will see my wife and she has, you know, it just, she's with such a, and just, we're just enjoying life in, in marriage and it just, our marriage got fixed and just because it's just, we believe who we really are. And I did and she did in her personal lives. And that's why our marriage was just, you know, it just, uh, uh, but which it gets better. All I can say is just, it's getting better and better. Man, I remember when we were doing these uh, these Zooms during the pandemic, during 2020, and I remember seeing you and your wife, mm. and we would always get on before, like 10 minutes before, and we would all just like, yo, who do we need to pray for? Who do we need to talk about? Mm. And Eddie and Christian would be like, yo, you see that couple that they've been coming? Because we did a bunch of them. They're like, yeah. yo, they're free. And we'd be like, what, for real? Because it's almost like, we couldn't believe that this stuff was happening. We mm. couldn't believe how many people were receiving this truth yeah. because we knew it had happened in our lives. We knew like what it, we knew it was true. And then when other people are seeing it, it's just empowering us that much more. Man. Just like, what? And, and so uh, your testimony and you receiving this truth from God is just a testimony to me, man. Because mm. um, that same thing, like people can't believe that a marriage can be flipped Man. after years of baggage and years of um but when we know who we are Man. and we know that we're forgiven it just how can we have any grid for unforgiveness how can we hold anything against anybody else and so no man it's it's been such a blessing and such a a testimony and it's almost like i'm sure Maybe maybe you haven't had this experience. Now you know you're like I got a ton of stuff to preach. Man, like, I have <laughs> it's endless on what I can tell you. Is yeah. that how you feel? Yes, like you know, um, and and all comes to my mind is just man, the gospel, man, it's just what the true gospel. What and it's it's so simple that I don't know. For I think we have made it so complicated. It's just like just know who you really are in Christ and what God has been saying about you. You know that you've been forgiven, that you're chosen, adopted, righteous, and and it's just that, and it's just man, just believe it, like just believe that, you know. And then we had we had had um, uh, opportunities to talk to some youth and young adults, and, and they're free now. And like man, it, it's just it's it's amazing how God. Um, and I believe this time is like people are hungry for Jesus, you know, especially with all this pandemic and things like people are hungry, but they just need to know their, their, you know, who they are and their true identity and people are just coming free and they're living this new life just like us. And just, I don't believe that, you know, again, and it's the same story. Like when we start seeing things, the lies that Satan uses, they're the same. He, he uses copy and paste for everyone. Yeah. Like he doesn't do anything <laughs> else. It's copy and mm. paste, and but we believe those things. But hey, you don't have to leave that anymore, that way anymore. And so, uh, it gets better, man. We're enjoying this 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 new life. Praise the Lord, brother. 
Thank you for coming on and, and sharing that with me, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for the invite. And, and I know you guys are doing great things and you there's a lot of stories just like mine. And I think just just another story, because I think it's, again, Satan uses the same things and it's the same stories, but but it's just the, the fact that it's about him, about what, what he does and what he already did in the cross, that we can just get to live this and spread the word and 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 have people just live this new life what God intended us to live from the beginning. You know, for me, many years, I, I, I believe that until I get to heaven, I'll be free from all those things until I do that until, but God says, no, God wants me to enjoy here on earth. Like I'm already in heaven. So we're me and my wife, we're like, man, we're, this is, this is how heaven is going to look like. And, it, and heaven is going to be the after party. Like, just like ah, crazy. But right now we're just living the life. We're just living the, the life that God wants us to live here on earth with, 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 with him. So that's beautiful, man. The kingdom of heaven. Is man. Yes, yes, yes. Love it, bro. Got me singing like glory. Yeah. It got me telling my story. Know that your love is pouring on me. And love is pouring on me. River flowing in and never ends. More than life, more than me, more than just pretend. And you can feel the freedom from within. Free to fly, be the child that you always been. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. We would love it if you could share this so that people could hear uh, more of these stories. And a way you can do that is to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a high rating. If, if you give us less than a five star, I'm inclined to believe that you're not really rocking with us. So give us a five star rating and, and throw a comment in there. If you're going to talk about us on social media, go ahead and use the hashtag death to life. And let's get that hashtag going. This podcast is a production of Love Reality. And if you want more information about Love Reality, go ahead and check us out at lovereality.org. This show's produced by Tyler Morrison and Katie Prusha. The sound and editing is done by Addison Collingsworth and Eddie Cornejo. And then the Johnny on the spot is Annabelle Harper. And the artwork is done by Felix Gassman. Thank you so much for listening. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Thank mm-hmm. you.